Welcome to Grow Goodness with Grace. I'm Sophie. And I'm also Sophie. And today we are here to talk about the shit everybody thinks but nobody wants to say. Welcome to podcast episode three. Grow goodness with grace. Uh, today we are going to have a special guest, Ryan Sheely. Um, you might know him more so as Ryan the T-shirt guy on Instagram. And we just wanted to preface this podcast by um, saying we were messing with kind of a new sound system. So take that into consideration if it sounds a little bit wonky at some parts. <laughs> yes, we got a great new sound system, Squadcast, which is awesome for podcasters, but for like on um, remote locations, so we don't have to meet up with them during this time. Yes, FYI, we are still self-quarantined, um, but we wanted to try to mess around with it, and clearly it is not where we want it to be, so... Next time. <laughs> Next time, but still great content. We are so excited to have Ryan the T-shirt guy. If you're unfamiliar, please go search his handle on Instagram. You'll see all about him. Um, and let's get started with the interview. Sounds great. Okay, we're just gonna start recording. Um, I'll probably start some introduction stuff and we're probably yeah. just gonna let you roll with it, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, but I thought it'd be cool to introduce you. Do you wanna be like Ryan the t-shirt guy? Should we introduce you <laughs> yes. to that? Yes, okay. so we, we have this like internal office race, me, Tyler the camera guy, uh, to 5,000 followers. So I'm trying to like, where are you I'm right now? Uh, like I just passed 1400, I think. Oh, oh awesome. Geez. Okay. So I yeah. only have like 300 followers, but if anybody's listening, hey. go hey, follow every follower the t-shirt guy. <laughs> and also <Yep>. you. <laughs> and what's your, uh, handles for your Instagram? Do you want both of them or just your Ryan, the t-shirt guy? Let's just go Ryan, the t-shirt guy. Yeah. Okay. Ryan, um, the t-shirt guy. Yep. Is that your handle for it? Yes. At Ryan, the t-shirt guy. Easy enough. Okay, easy enough. Yeah, that's great. So I thought I would um, kind of say how I know you first, and then maybe Sophie could say how she knows you, and then yep. we could kind of get rolling. So I, this is so funny. I don't know if you remember this, but I met you when my sister was dating Preston Cat so yep. long okay. ago. <laughs> and kind of opening the yearbook so, back so up. And it was like when you and Megan first started dating. So yeah. we must have been super young. Um, and then the last time I remember I had a good conversation with you was at the bar at Casey's bar. And you had just been like, where, I think where that all great conversations start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that so true? Um, and you guys had just, or like, P is it PRX? Is that the company you worked for? Yes. yes. Okay. So they, they had just kind of gone on Shark Tank. So that's the last time I think I checked in on your life and kind wow. of knew what was happening versus, you know, just seeing on social media. So yep. that's that's kind of where I'm at. And then if you want to know, or if you want to say, Sophie, where you kind of know Ryan from. I don't really know how I met Ryan besides <laughs> just Meg. <laughs> I yeah. think like we just kind of ran in the same circles in college for a while and I knew Megan and um, Ryan just started cheering me on on social media. And that's how we Real became life. friends. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> I, yeah, the, the biggest cheerleader. I love, um, I mean, especially what you guys are doing too, like uh, being a cheerleader for other people, obviously, like I've had people do that for me in my life and it, it has meant a lot. Um, so the least I can do is give back to others, especially when, you know, it's like game respect game. 
Um, yes. So when I see other people doing well, um, and even if they're not doing well, sometimes that's the biggest uh, the biggest point to be a cheerleader. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so in for that. Everybody loves positive affirmations. It just yeah. helps you feel better. <laughs> and quite yes. honestly, like I'd, I'd followed you a little bit, Ryan, but especially over um, this past, I'd say like, maybe year, year and a half. It was whenever you started doing your 30 day um, challenges, which I, we want to sure. talk about. So I'm just going to like preface that, but I just like love how inspirational, motivational you were. And so it shows through social media, like all you're trying to do, like people pick up on that. So I really appreciate that from my end, listening to you and just seeing you on social media. And it does give everybody who's trying to do something good in their life, um, some motivation. So props to you. That's awesome. No, I but, appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, no, we appreciate it. We love it. I love watching everything you're doing. Um, so do you want to, where do you want to start? Do you want to start from your like beginning of how, um, where you were at? Or you just kind of take the lead and we'll ask questions from there. Yeah. Yeah. I think I can, I'll, I'll just start from the beginning. Um, obviously yeah, I haven't had, I haven't had the longest uh, real world career um, as you know, I'm 26 years old. Uh, I've kind of been in the real world for, let's just say like probably four years now. Um, but in those four years, I feel like I have jumped ahead 10 years. Um, and that's just with the experiences that have been, that have been presented to me. Um, and the ones I've grabbed onto. So when I was back in college, um, I think it was 2014. Um, I was like super into CrossFit and fitness at this time. Um, and I had, I had heard that this company from Fargo PRX performance was going on shark tank. And I'm like, Holy smokes, this is something I, <laughs> I need to, I need to set aside like my Thursday night drinking buddies. I need to tell them to wait because I'm watching the shark tank episode of, uh, of, of PRX performance. Um, so I did that and I was super intrigued and, uh, this kind of leads me to like, um, it's, it, it is really about all it's, it's all about who, you know, um, yeah. and I had an, I kind of had an in at PRX, um, with a former connection of the Fargo Moorhead Redhawks where I also worked. Um, so this was like a year and a half, two years later, um, to where graduation was coming up. Um, a guy's stressing out because he doesn't know what he's going to do after that. Oh, um, yeah, and we that, can all relate. <laughs> ooh, isn't that, isn't that a crazy time? You're like, oh, holy smokes. It was like the worst time. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, like every single year before that, um, being in college, it's like, well, I know what I'm going back to. I'm going back to school in the fall and yeah. I'm going to go through, through the spring and then I'm going to repeat and do the same thing. So, um, yeah. talk about like change of routine and just getting out of the rhythm of that. And it's like, wow, I need to, I need to find a job and I need to find a job <laughs> that I enjoy because I have worked, um, I, I have worked jobs or internships where I have really dreaded going into work every day. Yeah. Um, and so I had this in at PRX performance. So I emailed the guy I knew, didn't hear back for about two weeks. And then, uh, you know, at that point, I'm kind of thinking like, all right, well, let's just move on. Uh, I need to like, like fast track this process um, because I do not want to have to be calling mom and dad for money anymore. <laughs> um, so finally, I got an email back uh, from from Eric, and he said, he said, hey, sorry, we've been moving. The things have been super busy. I promise I didn't forget about you, but let's bring you in for an interview. Um, so long story short, I went in for an interview. Um, I accepted the job the next day. For? Like what was, what was going to be your position for that? Do you want to explain the company a little bit, just in case anybody doesn't understand or know what this company is as well? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So PRX went on Shark Tank for their space saving fitness equipment. Um, Which we all and this need was right like, now. <laughs> yes. yes, exactly. Oh, <laughs> 
And so they sell home, basically home gym equipment um, that folds up uh, onto the wall to kind of save space in your garage. People can drive in, uh, drive out, and uh, still have full functionality of the garage. Um, so with this, I was applying to be in the marketing department or like this, the social media guru, if you will. Um, but there were some stipulations of like, hey, we need some warehouse help right now. Um, and so we're going to put you in the warehouse for 30 hours a week. And then you're going to do some marketing for 10 hours a week. Um, now to a, to a 22 year old kid who is like, well, I, you know, I, I deserve to be making more money than this and I can't be working <laughs> in the warehouse. It's, it, it's, it's an ego thing. So as long, yeah. Yeah, so as, as long as you can put your ego to the side, um, uh, which I, I was, I was lucky enough that, um, I was able to do for a short time when I accepted this job, um, <laughs> Except the job. First said that too. Were you like, mm, no, I'm not really into that, or did it did it take yourself? Like, did you have to coach yourself into it, or were you like, no, that's okay, I can do that? I did because uh, I I was offered um, to start in the warehouse for twelve dollars an hour with uh, a lot of student debt, uh, with <laughs> rent payments, with credit card payments, stuff like that. And it wasn't like the most glamorous job um, that you want to write write home to mom about. But the more people I talked to, and like the more excited I got about this opportunity, and especially for like myself uh, moving from the warehouse to the marketing department full time as a social media guy, um, I kind of just had to trust the process, um, and I grinded it out in the warehouse for uh, a year and a half, um, packing boxes, getting people their orders. But that allowed me a lot of time to dive deep into like the self-development um, routine to where I was listening to shit like four or five, six uh, videos, YouTube videos, podcasts a day on just self-development. And I really feel like I embraced my time in the warehouse. I used it effectively um, <laughs> to, to grow my site. Not many people can say that. I feel like, uh, like I really did in, enjoy my time in the warehouse because it, it kind of brought me to a new level as a person. Um, and that's so awesome. I just want to like take a second to say like, I feel it's such a character thing where you're going to go in there and instead of hating it and grinding it out that way, you used it and flipped it for yourself yeah. and self-development. So that's super cool. If anybody is in a job right now, sort of like that, maybe take some notes on that to make it better. But I just think that's awesome. Right. I'm proud of you for that. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I did that for about a year and a half. Um, I finally got into the office, which is like the main, that was the main goal. I want to be the social media guy. Um, mm -hmm. and don't ask how I landed in social media. Like I never had a, a super huge passion for it. It just kind of like, <laughs> that's what was open at the time. And I, I kind of just took it and ran, um, again, like the self-development stuff that I was listening to is very social media based. So I think that's kind of where, I found the niche of like, hey, I want to be the social media again. I think I have the ability to reach a large number of people um, by putting out certain content. Um, so I started the social media thing and and three and a half total years later, um, it was finally time to say goodbye to PRX Performance, which was uh, one of the toughest decisions of my life. You know, we, we, we cranked out uh, like hundreds of videos. Um, which really helped me gain the self-confidence of like getting in front of the camera and being able to talk to yeah. a, a lens versus talking to a person. Um, and oh, just really, really, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is very hard. It's like, well, I, I can see myself in the lens and I don't want to talk to myself. So who do I talk? It's, it's, it's very, uh, energy, you know, talking to people versus the lens. So I think it's like, I think it's a hard transition too. So yeah. <laughs> Well, and that's what it is too. But, um, the, let's see, 
um, I, I skipped a step in there. When I was still at PRX, um, I had started my own apparel business. Okay, I was going to ask you about that. Because is that how you became like the t-shirt guy? Is that when that transition happened? Or did you have a different name first? Because you were doing those um, mirrored shirts too. So kind of dive into that Correct. a little bit and your Correct. inspiration behind it. Yeah. So, uh, in my mind, everything happens for a reason. And, uh, what is, what is crazy about this is, so where I'm at now, um, I work for, I work for you betcha. I'm the teacher guy for you betcha. <laughs> I run all the merchandise. Um, I, I, you know, help create content, do all that kind of stuff, hit, run the podcast with miles. Um, but I don't feel like I would be doing any of this kind of stuff if I never would have started my own apparel business. And, right. and I say that because if I don't start the apparel business, which I hung up a year later, um, then I don't know how to print t-shirts, then I don't meet miles. And then I don't become the t-shirt guy. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. I love that. Yeah. So it's weird how everything kind of lined up in there. Um, and at the same time, you know, it's, it, it's luck. Um, I was very self-aware enough to understand when, when we liquidated the business that I am not a number one. Um, I, I would rather be a, a good number two versus like an average or below average number one in a business, which I look at, I look at both of you guys and you, you understand that you guys are both number ones. You're running your own business. You're doing all the nitty gritty work that no one wants to do. Um, and for me, I was lucky enough to be self-aware that I was a good number two, which is what made me jump ship over to you betcha, um, kind of become so the number two over there. Okay, so you're doing your t-shirt business. Was it during that that you discovered you're not a number one and wanted yes. to be a number two? And is that basically why you hung it up? Uh, yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, and it was, uh, again, pushing the ego to the side. It's like everyone wants to be the number one. It looks so glamorous. But Yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> as, I don't know if, yeah, exactly. I don't know if you guys are big uh, Gary Vaynerchuk fans. Um, I was a huge fan of Gary Vee for a while. Um, he's like the number 10 at Facebook, uh, is making more money than the number one at this lower scale business. So like, why not, if you're a good number 10 or a good number six or a good number two, why not go all in on that versus trying to be that number one? Because your ego is telling you to do that. Oh, I love um, that. And, yeah, I love that. Yeah. And I was, uh, it, again, it's just, it was, it was luck for me. Um, it just hit me one day, like Ryan, I don't think you're number one. I think you're a good number two. Um, so I kind of, again, had to push the ego to the side and say, hey, I'm going to crush this number two position. Um, and I think this is where this is going to lead me down the road, but I'm going to learn a shit ton along the way. Um, right. And especially being the number two to a guy like Miles, who um, we're the same age, graduated the same year. Um, it's so funny. I, I, I think maybe because of the way he presents himself in his videos, I thought he was like nearing 40. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. He was yes. the same as you, and especially because he's got so much facial hair. And then I think I yeah. found out like a few weeks ago, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I think so you crazy. asked me like, "How old is he?" And I was like, "He's like our age." And I was like, yeah. "What?" Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, Miles is our same age. Yeah. But hey, from a content standpoint, that leaves open so many opportunities to do the dad videos and to do like yes. uh, the, uh, the Baker Mayfield in 20 years, which people say all the time. And um, so, yeah, from from that standpoint, it's like, hey, as long as it's good for content, people can people can think I'm 40 years old all they want. <laughs> does he get that a lot? Like, does he get he looks older? Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, if you search if you to. comment on any video, it's uh, the comments are. 
he he described it the other day of like he's kind of just like a waterproof jacket like like negative comments hit him and they just slide right off um, that's good though point. yeah oh i hope oh, that absolutely. i do not think the age thing is a negative thing i want to put that out there i was just absolutely shocked when i when i found out he was my age maybe because too yeah. you know um he's doing a ton of stuff that seems like it's huge it's huge so it's i always older. thought he's so much older than me because he's doing so much more which i think that's a that's not a good way to look at things but like you know when people are doing more than you are you automatically assume they must be older so it, it must be more experience <laughs> yeah but again that's that's the beautiful thing about being a number two um underneath of miles is because he he is like so wise bond beyond his age um, to where he is. Um, I, we always say like he's five years ahead of me. Um, so he's able to coach me through, you know, things that he was dealing with um, four or five years ago. Um, so from, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So from like a, from a, like a mental standpoint, that's very comforting knowing like, Hey, if I have an issue, there's probably a chance that miles has went through this already. Um, and that's kind and of where I'm at today. For you, I think that is so awesome. Where you, you not only accept, but you you understand and accept the position you're in, and you are open to taking criticism as well as encouragement from somebody who you know has more experience than you. And not a lot of people can say that because I feel like in that sort of learning experience, people they always i shouldn't say always but a lot of times people don't want to hear it because it hurts their ego so it is always like pushing your ego aside and being like okay it's okay that i don't know everything and like help me so i can know because a lot of people don't want to take that step because of ego it, essentially in the end i'm assuming yeah for, for both of you guys what, what what's kind of been that defining moment for both of you guys where like hey i need to put my ego to the side and i need to um, continue on this path or whatever. Like, just give me an example from both of your standpoints. Cause again, uh, I'm in the number two spot. You guys are in the number one spot. So it's interesting for me to hear, uh, what that has been for you guys as well. Um, I, you know, we actually thought about making a podcast about this all in its entirety, but I, I think even just starting all of my jobs, cause I like to do lots of side hustles and we've talked about that before. Yeah. I have a very hard time with wanting to start something if I'm not perfect at it. So sure. this will be for, you know, yoga and nutrition, but I'm going to kind of more relate it to nutrition because that's basically what's more so happening in my life at the present. So yeah. I am in new, this nutrition school and basically what they want us to do is get all these clients and just like practice on them and you don't have to get paid, but basically coaching them. It's kind of like life coaching with nutrition in the background. So okay. like we're not do, we're not selling things. It's more so like just helping people get to where they want to be in life. And I feel like I'm not good at it yet because of course I haven't had that experience. And so right now, especially in my world of that, I'm like pushing that ego aside and saying, okay, Sophie, it's okay. If you're not great at it, that the whole point is to get experience. So I think you can relate that even into my yoga experience as well as like I felt like kind of a shitty teacher right away. I didn't know what I was doing. And therefore, when people were like, I want you to open a studio in Wapaton and teach, I'm like, no way could I ever do that because <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, right? Like, I'm not a good teacher. I don't know what the hell is going on. So I think as far as my standpoint, it's basically like anytime I take something new that I'm doing and if I'm not perfect at it, I don't want to do it. So I have to coach myself and be like, it's okay if you're not good. The whole reason you charge less or the whole reason you do it for free is so you can get good and then you can push through on your business. So I think ego standpoint for that is like for number one. And, and you know what? I have to be quite honest. I'm not sure if I'm like 
fit for number one at all the side hustles. I know I wouldn't necessarily help <laughs> for like, number one either. Number two as well. But <laughs> I'm okay with it though. Yeah. <laughs> and the role is number one right now, right? But we also have each other. And so I think, you know, Sophie and I met at kind of a good point in both of our careers where we might be number ones, but feel like we're number twos to each other. In a sense, it's kind of goofy, but that's kind of yeah. like my ego falls for sure right now. What about you? Where do you feel? Um, I feel like I definitely wouldn't call myself a number one <laughs> at all times of everything. <laughs> There's a lot of... Um, um, but that's when we delegate too. Let's talk yeah, about that. But, but, yeah. There we go. There we go. Yep. There's a lot of photographers in this area, like not necessarily Wapton because, you know, it's huge, but um, <laughs> like Fargo, I, like I used to live in Fargo and I feel like I, I felt a lot of doubt living in Fargo with like okay. probably 50 other professional photographers around me and moving to Wapton, I think really like it slowed my life down a lot, but it also made me okay with not have like I would feel like guilt like oh so and so is shooting this much um they're doing this many weddings why am I not doing that many weddings and it kind of right. like over the past probably year I became okay with slowing down and like just doing um like projects and weddings that I wanted to do to make those ones number one instead of doing right. all of them at a number two level doing the ones I really wanted to do at a number one level if that makes Love sense that. so you're transitioning yourself from a number two to a number one yeah and yeah. I guess it's like I've just became okay with not being as busy as everybody else because I I value like my personal work over the numbers if that makes sense yeah yeah, no, and I've been in that situation too, where it's like I like to take on so much, so many different things at one time. I like to help other people if they need help from me. Um, I like to do this side hustle and then work full time here. And it got to a point where it's just like, dude, slow the hell down. Yeah, <laughs> you're not like you had to tell yourself like because I I always see this and I was like, okay, I feel like I need because I'm always like I we talked about it on a lot, but I'm always in school. I'm always doing A, B, and C because like I just want to do yeah. it all. And I read something and it was like, oh, maybe it's a journal you just sent me, but it was mm -hmm. something like you can do everything, just not now. So I thought that right. was a really piece of advice and I'm trying to work on it. Is that kind of how you developed into where you're at now? Or are you still working on trying not to do everything at once? I'm still, I'm still working on it. It's a slow process um, because I feel like right now in my life with, I don't have kids, I don't have pets. Um, I have a very supportive wife and Meg who is like, go do all this stuff. Like if you get home late, you get home late. Um, and one. that's okay with her. <laughs> but yeah, she, she's my number one for sure. <laughs> um, so from that standpoint, I, I'm still working on that um, because I, I was doing the You Betcha gig while I was still at PRX. Um, PRX oh. was my eight to five. You Betcha was like my 530 to 10. Um, and that went on for about a year and a half straight. And in the meantime, wow. I was still like trying to do this and trying to do that. So Ryan, and, what were you doing at You Betcha? When, were you social media as well? Or just t-shirts? Or just t-shirts? I was just running the merchandise. Into it? Oh, okay. So you were working at PRX full-time and doing t-shirts at You Betcha. Correct. I did not Correct. know that. <laughs> yeah, so that that was about a that was probably a year and a half that I was wow. doing that. Um and it got to a point for me from like uh just like a a mental a mental standpoint where it's like dude, you got to slow down a little bit. You have to I, I'm giving you the option you have to either choose PRX or you have to choose you betcha. And yeah. both companies have such long-term um th there's such long-term success in both companies um and I can see that right off the bat. 
Um, but for, for where I want to get in my career and how I want to develop myself, uh, you bet you it was going to be the best fit for me because I wanted to learn from someone like Miles, um, who just understands the social media world, like, like nothing. Um, so, so that's what led to that decision. You to make that decision. When did you decide like, okay, I need to choose. And then how long after did you make the decision? Yeah, it uh, it probably took me about uh, a good two to three months. Okay. Um, Miles had hinted uh, like three, four months uh, before the decision was made of like, he's like, hey, man, like, you know, we could we could bring you on and we could we could do this if you're full time and we could do that. And it was really just eating at me. And I was losing sleep uh, uh, over it overnight. Um, I wasn't like I wasn't eating well, because like this stuff just like chews me up these hard decisions. <laughs> yes. um, oh, I can so really- it was like, yeah, it was like three months of just like, oh my gosh, I'm just stressed out. And like, this is a huge life decision because I have such a great opportunity at PRX and a thriving company. And to just jump ship over to, um, you know, what a lot of people see is just like working for a guy who makes videos on the internet. <laughs> um, that's all. That's also hard to process because people ask me what I do, and I tell them I work for a social media entertainment channel. Um, <laughs> and you're and like, that's kind of kind, and you're like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but at, at the same time, the bush light guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, ah, oh, the you betcha guy, the bush light guy, the uh, the dad character guy. Like, I, I have to name off all these characters for some people even to recognize who it is. And for me, it's like, you know, I I mentioned PRX and we do space savings, uh, home gym equipment. They're like, oh yeah, PRX. And then I say, you betcha, and some people still don't know. Um, so, so for crazy. me, it's like, like my mom just learned about it, and I was like, "Have you not seen these videos? Yeah, I They're know. so funny." I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah, we uh, and so we have four employees now. Um, and I was like, I w- would have been the first one to, um, to be. I was the first you betcha employee. Oh, um, that's so, so cool! Isn't it it is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, the decision was like three months in the making. I. Uh, I went into my boss's office at PRX and uh, broke down. I'm like, Hey, I I love you guys. I love the people I work with. Um, But for me and my career and you know, where I see myself five to 10 years down the road, um, this is the best option for me right now. So I had to have a conversation. And let me preface this with, I hate tough conversations because I'm a very emotional guy and I, I, it's the worst. Oh yeah. We've (laughs) Um, seen your photos, your, your proposal picture. (laughs) Yep. Oh yeah. Everyone's seen it. No shame. No shame there. It's good to cry. No (laughs) shame. Um, so I had to have like three different conversations, one with my direct boss, uh, one with our CEO, who I have a very great relationship with, um, and another one with our president and then, well, okay. Another one with the team. So it was like four (laughs) tough conversations. Yeah. Uh, basically the same conversation, just tailored to a different person each time. Um, so that was super tough and, uh, I'm still connected with PRX to this day. Um, uh, you know, there was absolutely no bridges burned, which I didn't want, yeah. uh, for anything, um, because they, they treated me so well and they, they gave me the start to, um, to essentially where I am now. So forever thankful for that. Um, and now, you know, we start the new life. I'm gonna go back to your character a little bit, but I just think it is very admirable, the transparency that you had in the conversation, because I feel like there is a few different routes you probably could have taken it. You even if you don't realize it with that conversation, you know, just so it wasn't as tough for you maybe, or you didn't maybe necessarily want to tell them exactly what was happening. But I think honesty and transparency through it all, they probably had a really good understanding of where you were at. And in turn, 
created that good relationship you still have today because a lot of, I shouldn't say a lot of people, again, I hate to like stack people into that, but it's really tough to be completely honest when you're changing and switching mm -hmm. jobs because you don't want to hurt their feelings, but yet you want right. to do it best for yourself. So again, it's like such a good testament to your character because it really truly like brings you to where you're at. And then you can continue those good relationships in that, in that present time. But also like where to show like, you don't like how you said you started off making $12 an hour and then you built yeah. and, and you had two like, like amazing opportunities in to your hands yeah. and like just all that wild. Like, like taking a jump. So and I feel like a lot of people, like you said, you have to put your ego aside and a lot of people won't do that because they want to start at the top yeah. and you started at the bottom and you worked up to like two great opportunities that you like, what a blessing in disguise that you had to choose between the two, but you know what I mean? It's funny you say that because uh, everyone I talked to about, you know, my parents and Meg and whoever else, um, they said the same exact thing. They said, they said, yes, this is going to be a very tough decision for you, but how many other people would are in your shoes right now to where they have two unbelievable opportunities right. on their hands? And yeah, I get it's tough, but at the same time, when, when, uh, when this is all said and done, you're going to be like, holy smokes, I, I just being grateful for, you know, opportunity A or opportunity B in whatever direction I go down, I'm going to be taken care of. Um, I'm going to work hard and then I'm going to, you know, be able to kind of start that next, ne that next chapter of my life. Um, yeah, so like anybody's so, listening, just make the jump. <laughs> yeah, literally it, make, it, the jump, make the jump. Seriously, it's tough. And again, like making the jump into starting my own apparel business. I didn't, I, I yeah. had no clue what I was doing. Um, and I didn't know that this was going to be uh, non-existent after a year, but if I wouldn't have started that, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. Isn't that so um, cool? I just love when you can like look back at life and be like that. Look at look at where that brought you to your brand new I know. job now. Well, how long have you been have you how long have you been full time at You Betcha? Um, so I've been full time at You Betcha since the middle of February. Okay. Um, so like a month and a half. And uh, again, I was there for about a year and a half. Um, Miles and I were actually texting about the whole You Betcha idea um, before it even existed, mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of cool to look back and see like his vision of the page, um, you know, a year and a half, two years ago to where it is now. And it's completely, it's completely different. Yeah. Um, that was one of like the questions we kind of had was what is it like to watch like basically two small businesses like PRX, you said you started going to them when it was like on shark tank. So they were smaller than, yep. and then like miles too. like, what is it like to watch small businesses become into like large businesses, if that makes sense. And to also yeah. like what, what your part in that was too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I'm so, I'm just so attracted to small businesses <laughs> and the corporate <laughs> life. The corporate life is just not for me. Cause I don't want to just like directly answer to someone and have a task list and do exactly what they say and then go ask them for more work when that's done. Yeah, that's just not who I am. And yeah, in small businesses, you just, you constantly have to be looking forward, uh, looking to the future. So that's, what's cool about it for me is, um, I can constantly look forward. Uh, and I can also, you know, when you get to that point of like a year or two years down the road, when the vision has kind of played itself out, um, you can look back a year or two years before that and you can say, wow, this is like, this is what I had talked to myself about back then. And now here we are today. So from a small business standpoint, um, the, the vision and the opportunity that, you know, 
the the higher ups, the number ones, I guess you could say, mm -hmm. um, lay out to you. That is like super appealing to me because once once the uh, blueprint is laid out, then it's like let's let's get to work and let's see where we can get this in a year, two years, five years. Um, so to see two companies like that grow uh, in such a short amount of time, even for myself, I've only been in the real world for like four years. Um, right. it, it's it's pretty amazing, and uh, it's like that small business attraction is like I love seeing the growth, and uh, you know, with with the corporate structure, it's just it's not for me in a sense to where. I can see the numbers in these small businesses. It's very transparent. Like, Hey, we're doing this amount of sales this month and we're doing this over the year. And in, in, in the corporate life, you just don't get that opportunity to dive deep yeah. into the numbers and, and the growth and all that kind of stuff. So um, small businesses is where to go. And uh, yeah. you know, you can see it right away. I, I could kind of tell with my apparel business that this probably wasn't going to be long-term sustaining. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, you know, we talked about the opportunity that presents itself Yep. Um, yeah, Third small reason. businesses is the way to go. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so I have, um, two questions for you because I just don't want to forget. So I'm going to ask them both at the same time and then you can go on from them. But okay. Mm -hmm. First, I want to know how you got hooked up with miles from you do you doing your own apparel. And then I want to know, cause you have a podcast as well. So I want you to tell us about that too and kind of where that started, but first with the t-shirt. Sure. Yeah. Um, so while I was at PRX, Miles actually owned his own uh, video company. So him and his partner would go around to different businesses, shoot video for them. Um, and at the time, uh, I knew of Miles actually from high school sports. He was like, he <laughs> he never likes to talk about this. He's always like, dude, close the yearbook. <laughs> um, but he was a stud athlete in high school, um, in football specifically, uh, North Dakota Player of the Year. Where did uh, he go to school? Uh, Fargo Shanley. Okay, okay. Yep, yep. So... Um, I, I knew him through sports because um, we, we, you know, we both played in the same conference. And then uh, we were looking for some video work at PRX because we just didn't have the resources mm -hmm. at that time. So I reached out to Miles, uh, had a face-to-face -face meeting with him, uh, kind of connected the dotted lines. Um, they started shooting video for us. And him and I just kind of started just riffing on like social media and where things are going. And like Gary V, who we both were like super into at the time. <laughs> Um, so that's kind of like what, what started the foundation of our relationship was him shooting video for PRX. Um, and at that time I had just started my own apparel business. Um, I knew the t-shirt game and he got far enough into you betcha, uh, after, you know, we had, he had kind of like set the groundwork and we had been talking back and forth and is like, dude, I think it's time for me to start selling some merchandise. And, uh, yeah. he's like, you're, you're my t-shirt guy. <laughs> and <laughs> again, being, being the guy who likes to do everything at one time, I'm like, yeah, man, hundred percent. So that was like, that was my in, uh, as the t-shirt guy with miles started working together. Um, I, at first I would literally just come in and print t-shirts and he dealt with all of the back end work of customer service and ordering stuff and all that good, good stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I got to a point where his time was better delegated towards the content. And he asked if I wanted to take on all of the merchandise. Um, again, being the guy who likes to do everything yeah. at one time, I'm like, yeah, yeah, hand it, hand it over. I'm, I'm ready for it. Um, so then I took on that role. Um, and then a year and a half later of, of doing the merchandise, uh, it, it came to a point where I had to make a decision. Um, and it's like, is, is merchandise super glamorous? Is that what you want to like be telling people? It, 
for me, but that I love matter. it. Like, I love the right. t-shirt I, guy, Logan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm contributing to something um, way bigger than just the merchandise. It's the content. It's the podcast, like you men- yep. mentioned. Um, and, and with the podcast. <clears throat> oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Everybody, and merchandise like, is. Like that shirt you sent me, they're like, where did you get that? Like people, like my cousin was like, where did you get that? And I was like, you don't know the you betcha guy. So, you, know, you, you wear you wear stuff around and it's advertising. It's like social media in the yeah. real world. Yes, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, and he has set the brand up so well um, to where like you betcha is like a, it's, it's a Midwestern lifestyle now. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, so if Miles were to, you know, 10 years down the road, is Miles still going to be relative? Uh, we don't know that. Um, right, but but the merchandise, right, and the like, merchandise and the you betcha, the you betcha brand is still going to be there and people are still going to resonate with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the merchandise is always going to be um, a high priority for us. Um, so then back to the podcast, we, I think we're, we just recorded episode 59 this week. I saw um, that. To, when did you guys start that? I kind of want to know all about that too. Yeah, so I think we started the first the first week in January of two thousand. Let's see, nineteen. You're gonna say um, this year? I'm like, wow, that's a lot in one year. <laughs> no, no, and and the podcast has been like it's just kind of a supplement to all the other all, all the other videos and the content that we put out. Um, people get to see the real the real characters behind you betcha and who we are as people, which is kind of the main the main goal going into the podcast. Um, God, we, we go back to like episode one through five and we're like, dude, what were we doing? That's <laughs> probably what we're going to think. I know. Like I just year. was telling her, I was like, man, no more drinks on the podcast. Cause you can just hear us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's awesome. First few episodes, I'm like, this is going to be rough, but learning curve. It's okay. It's so fun. Yes. And again, you just, you have to start somewhere. So, uh, we just recorded episode 59. It's the You Bet Your Radio podcast. Um, we we literally just talk about current events. Uh, we have like our shtick here <laughs> and there. Of, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's it's different in a sense where we don't have like our set topics um, every single week. We will literally just sit down in the podcast room, and uh, Miles will look at me and said, "All right, Ryan, what do you want to talk about this week?" <laughs> and that's what we talk about. So. She'll be like, let's just, we're just going to interview Ryan. I'm like, what are we going to talk about? And she's like, I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'm just going to roll with it. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, that's how we roll too. And sometimes that's the best way to do it too. Cause um, even with the big videos that we put out, the more structure there is and the more editing and the more time you put into it, it's like, it just never turns out the way you want it to. Um, So let's just talk about current events. Um, Obviously right now is a tough time for us because People aren't out doing stuff. There's not a ton of yeah. news outside of uh, what's going on in the world right now. Um, but it, it always seems like things fall into place. And uh, we just we keep knocking out one episode after another. So the podcast has been super fun. It's also like how many opportunities do you get to sit down with someone and talk to them for an hour straight without I mean, looking at your phone? Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's wild that you can sit down and have an hour conversation, which not a lot of people can do these days, and right. uh, you know get to know the other person and get get to see w- what what gets them to tick, and uh, get to see what they like talking about and and what segments perform the best. Um, and again, we don't take the podcast super seriously um, outside of our other content, but at the same time, you learn a lot from it. Uh, it helps you gain some self confidence just talking in front of a camera, talking through a microphone. 
Yeah. Um, and even, even with, with you guys too, it's like when you get like it, even five to 10 episodes deep, you guys are going to have such a feel for each other and how each one of you operates, um, more than you already do now that <laughs> let's just say episode 10 and above is just, it's, it, everything's just going to flow together so nicely. Let's hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it will, it will trust me. <laughs> People are always asking, like, um, especially on my side, I'm not sure on your side as much, but my family is like you know, judgy, whatever. And they're always like, why are you doing this? Like, do you make money? Why are you doing it? I'm like, no. More so Logan. Logan's like, why would you listen to anything for more than five minutes? (laughs) I'm like, what? (laughs) I'm like, I love it. Like, I love to talk. I love to talk about things. I feel like um, I've got good advice sometimes. (laughs) So I'm like, I just love they're so fun so and I like appreciate so much I I wouldn't I don't know what sparked the idea for the podcast other than I saw this really cool microphone online (laughs) we should start a podcast yeah let's order that in (laughs) yeah shit hit the fan and we have nothing else to do so might as well start a podcast right but I loved it because I think even after you know um starting to follow you a little bit more and all the stuff you've been doing and seeing you guys at a podcast and I was like that looks so fun like I just think it would be so fun to do so and not even like make money like we obviously don't make money doing this like it's just more of an outlet for us and like a side hobby to like help people yeah yeah Yeah. what also just kind of like it 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 just it's another thing to do that week. Um, if you kind of have a slow week, at least you have the podcast every, every Monday or every Wednesday or whenever you guys shoot it. Um, and at the same time, you know, Sophie, you said, you know, I, you give great advice, which even if there's a hundred people out there that appreciate your advice, um, that is going to go a long ways and you don't need thousands and thousands of people right away listening and thinking, the podcast isn't going the way it should because all these people are not tuning in. Um, it, it gets better. And, uh, I, and I can attest to that firsthand because I'm like, why would people want to listen to me talk for an hour straight? Yeah. <laughs> because I, I don't feel like I have that much to offer, but and at I the same time, it's like, interview, I was like we, Ryan, because I feel like we operate so similarly, even though you're like, I'm number two yep. and I have to be number one right now, but I feel like the structure of our brains and like, we should interview him. So like, I do take that away from just like a few things I've seen on social media from you. So like you said, even if you're hitting just a few people, it's worth it. Yeah. And I don't know. We thought that we were like, yay, a hundred people. Yay. That's awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And Um, I, I listened to episode one of you guys too. And it's like, I, I can already see the potential, um, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 episodes down the road. Um, so even if you get, even if you get discouraged of like, what, you know, again, why would people want to listen to us talk? Um, there are people out there who, who want to listen to you talk. There's think about how big the world is right now and what people are doing right now is they're consuming podcasts or consuming videos. Um, there's going to be, and what you're doing is you're forming, you're forming the audience that you want, uh, to listen to you guys talk. Correct. So yeah. there might not be an audience of 50,000 people out there, but if there's an audience of a thousand people who would love tuning in every week, that is a win on your guys' hand. And I think that's a, that's a little bit of a development for us. Like locally, I, it's tough because you want people that you know to listen to it, but also at the same time, not everybody can relate, but how cool that you have the whole world to talk to. So that's okay. If you know, not locally, it's like a big buzz, but also the world like there might be a thousand people in the world who want to listen to you and even, i feel like if even like like this sounds really just i don't know small but like even if we can get 10 people to listen and really like resonate resonate with it and like take something away and like 
not think about whatever is going on on the outside world like that to me is just like such a win such a win anyway because I feel like there's so much negativity right now that if you can listen to a podcast or a you betcha show and you like just feel better and it makes you happy like that's just a win either way oh 100 and I guarantee like uh Sophie you're in photography um Sophie you're in uh you know yoga and nutrition just think about how big um those both of those demographics are right there uh, and to be able to just kind of showcase that and what you guys have learned and your failures, your successes, um, being the number one versus the number two, all that kind of stuff is is great content for other people to listen to because I guarantee there are people who are out there thinking, hey, I want to I want to start taking photos. I want to start my own yeah. photography business. I want to like start my own yoga studio. I want to do this. Um, mm-hmm. And to hear from people who have already done that is kind of like why people consume content. Is yeah, because, yeah. Hey, how can I how can I fast track this by listening to someone else Relearning. and learn from their, their failures? hundred um, percent. So <laughs> yes, it's so true. how can I skip what they failed? At? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. And it, it's like, it's easier said than done. Uh, and people are still going to fail along the way, but again, everyone does stuff differently. Um, as long as they kind of have that foundation and, uh, and something to learn off of, uh, again, that's going to grow your audience. Uh, the, at least the audience that you guys want tuning in on a weekly yeah. basis. Um, oh, go ahead. Okay, <laughs> I just have like two questions I kind of want to end on unless you have something else to add. But the one I wanted to I wanted to talk a little bit about um, was your 30 day challenges that you did and kind of explain that for people who don't know what it is, because I just thought that was super cool. And I thought a lot yeah. of attention for that. So um, and just like your fitness journey, because this is like an entrepreneur and health related. Sure. Podcast. So like, yeah, both like, talk both about of both of them, like how you started fitness wise and how you came about this 30 day challenge that looked terrible. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. not like, drinking caffeine for a whole month. Like, oh, my gosh. And the, no, I think the worst one is the lunges around the track. Yeah. Anytime I do lunges, I'm just all I think about is you doing them. And I'm just like, I'm so glad I'm only doing 10 right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So no, uh, the whole, my kind of like my fitness journey started when I was back in college. Um, I put on like a good freshman 20, freshman 25, cause I'm a sucker for buffets. <laughs> and it's like, well, I walk into the cafeteria um, and there's this whole buffet of food. It's like, I don't know the next time I'm going to get this kind of pizza. So I need to get it today, even if I'm already full. Um, and things just started spiraling from there. So I took it upon myself to like start running. And I uh, I joined the Fargo Marathon. I did my first half marathon. And that kind of like when I have a date on the calendar and something to work towards, um, it's like a whole different ballgame for me. So um, I started really getting into um into fitness when i was a sophomore in college it's kind of you know it's it's had its different phases from running to obstacle course racing to general weightlifting now into powerlifting um because i i'm constantly like i like my routines to be varied um so who knows how long i'm going to be powerlifting for i could completely change the regimen into um into something else Uh, so the whole fitness thing is like, that's, that is like part of my routine now. And I, I get very thrown off if I do not, uh, work out for, you know, three, four days straight. And uh, don't get me wrong. I'm cool with missing two days. Um, but at the same time, like, let's just get back on track and, and yeah. do what you're familiar with and, and what you're good at and, um, and what makes you feel good. So touch base the whole fitness. Uh, you had a, I think it was on Instagram. You had a post about like your weight and the different weight you were during all of these. Can yep. you- a little bit on that too. 
Oh yeah. Um, and that just goes with the different phases of training that I've been through. Um, so I've been 155 pound runner to 195 pound baseball player to, uh, now like 185 pound power lifter. And it's like, dude, you're like, you're almost at your, at your top weight that you've, you've hit while you were in college, like eating everything on the buffet (laughs) But at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm in a completely different phase of life right now to where like, I feel good at 185 and, uh, like I'm confident in, in the way I look and I'm getting stronger. And like, that's what matters to me the most. Um, again, ego to, I, I think we need to name this episode, uh, like push your ego to the side. Cause that's yeah. kind of like, well, <laughs> everything that we've, we've, that. uh, right we've touched on right today. Now. Yeah. But, um, no, it's like, dude, I feel good. Um, you like, again, confident in the body, all that kind of stuff. Um, and that's the main thing with, with what I'm trying to accomplish is just to feel good, to get stronger and, um, you know, to break one PR after the, after another, just to get yeah. those little wins, um, in yourself. Um, on top of that, um, again, I'm a very, I'm a varied person to where my routine needs to change every once in a while. So again, the powerlifting thing is going great now. I don't know where I'm going to be a year, two years down the road. Um, but that's kind of like where I sit with, with, uh, the whole fitness routine and how that's incorporated in my life. So is that kind of why you did the 30 day challenge to like little wins or you wanted to shake it up and just kind of see what was different or maybe just some self-discipline or probably all the above yeah i wanted to uh i wanted to try stuff that i didn't think i had the time to try before like yoga like you guys know the life um <laughs> I, did, I did yoga for 30 days uh last february i think i did my goal is 15 classes i think i hit 15 classes um and again as we've been reverting back to putting the ego to the side and like as for me like as a male walking into a very female dominated room not knowing what's going on I'm like texting my buddy like hey dude like how am I supposed to keep yeah 110 degrees how am I supposed to keep up with all of these movements that the coach keeps shouting out like I don't know this terminology he's like dude there's there's mirrors around the whole entire thing just watch the person next to you so like I wish it would have been recorded but like you can see my eyes just on the side of my head at all times looking to see what other people are doing um but super good experience for me like let's put the ego to the side let's do something that um you've wanted to do but uh just have told yourself you don't have time for um, and that was kind of the whole bit with the 30 day challenge was doing different things like playing the ukulele or lunging oh, yeah, a mile or doing anything like that. It was super fun. But at the same time, um, it also like, I felt like it put too much into my schedule of, again, being the guy who wants to just try and do everything at once. Yep. Um, so I think I did 10 out of the 12 months. And after the 12 months, I said, Hey, this is, I think this is a good enough foundation to where you've done a lot of stuff that you've wanted to do. I kind of ran out of ideas yeah. and I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be held down to like, you have to do this today. Um, yeah. Cause I'm trying to like find free, I'm trying to find freedom outside of my routine. Um, it became, yes, yes. It be, became very routine oriented. Um, and that's kind of like how that, that's why that fizzled out. I would never have known you just did 10. Like I followed it forever. I thought, you know, like I just, I loved it and people appreciated, I mean, even just one month of it because it kind of sparks that for other people. So just right. kind of like a consumer standpoint. Um, I know you do have to get going cause you have another meeting, but I am just really curious. And this is probably a stupid question. Um, cause you just like seem really into health and stuff. Did you always enjoy Bush light or was that like something you had to adapt to? <laughs> no, I was, a, I was a, always a Coors light guy. Actually. Okay, I was so um, curious. Yeah. But once you sign on the dotted line, the contract is signed and you're like, well, it's Bush light for life now. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
<laughs> but at the same time, like now it's, again, that's like part of my routine is, uh, and I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I, and I just want to set this straight. I don't drink every day of the week. Um, again, <laughs> health and fitness is still a very big part of my, of my life. Um, so, but yeah, that's, that, that would be the drink of choice. Um, that's what the Midwesterners love and, um, I'm super on board with it. So, so I've never been a huge Bush light guy until probably, uh, a couple years ago. And, um, yeah, if you see me walking out of the liquor store now, that's, that's what I'll have in my hand. That's so funny, <laughs> I feel like I don't really drink beer anymore, but if I were to go and buy beer, it would be Bush light. And that's just cause that's what we drank in college. All the right. Time. Right. Exactly. So, so I not only can we go ahead. Nope. You go, you go say what you're going to say. No, I mean, not even, not even, uh, can we relate to like the college kids who are buying 30 packs of Bush light? Cause that's all the money they have, but we can also relate to, um the older generation and like that's what they drank in college and that's what they still drink to this day yeah. so Logan's still again miles <laughs> yeah yeah and uh we've kind of set ourselves up with the you betcha brand for like um a very wide demographic of people um and it's weird like bush light has just been the shtick since day one and that's genuinely like what miles enjoys to drink he didn't do that just for the content um and you know we if we put a couple of videos out in a row that don't have bush light in it uh, people will say something. <laughs> They'll let you know. Do they demonetize you? <laughs> no. Uh, okay, so you do get de demonetized for if you burp on camera, like on the podcast, we'll get uh, instantly demonetized, which is so weird. Really? That's so yep. weird. Okay. That's yep. So we'll have to uh, we'll blur we'll like bleep it out. Um, it's what? almost like it's a cuss word. Yeah. <laughs> yep. One last question, just because I'm interested. Um, but has Bush Light, like the actual brand, reached out to, like, have you guys, have you, I don't know if maybe you have, like, shown this, like, on a show or a podcast or something, but have you, like, actually worked hand in hand with them, or do you, do you guys just kind of, like, make your own Bush Light stuff? No, we have. Uh, that's actually, we're hopping on a call with them here next yeah. um, to do, like, uh, do some sort of collaboration, but they've, they've helped us out in the past. Um, yeah. But at the same time, we we are doing this uh, 99% on our own. Yeah, uh, and again, that's, that's just like got. what we, yeah, and that's just what we enjoy drinking. Um, but the thing about when you, if you sign on with a corporate company, they have a lot of pull in what you do. And yeah. Miles is very like, I want to put content do out thing. that I want to, right, I want to put the content out that I want to put out. Um, and in order to do that, you kind of have to just do it on your own. Yeah. And uh, help from different parties along the way. But um, we have worked with them hand in hand. Uh, it's it's cool. I mean, obviously working with a huge brand like Anheuser-Busch. Mm -hmm. um, but it's kind of fun because, you know, we're doing our own thing for 99% of the time. And then that 1% where we get to do a collaboration or some something of that sort. Um, it's, it's really exciting for us, yeah. uh, at the We're, office. Like you never would have thought in college you'd be working with Bushlight. <laughs> oh, not at all. I mean, I was like, thinking Coors Light. I'm like, well, where's my, yeah, where's the Coors Light sponsorship at? <laughs> <laughs> um, as we wrap this up, Ryan, I just want to give you a minute to, I know we've talked about it pretty much throughout the whole podcast, but I just want to give a minute for you to, um, kind of say where you're at and kind of give this chance for you to like advertise for your business right now as Ryan, the t-shirt guy. And again, mention your handle and stuff, and then we'll kind of wrap this up. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you guys can find me at, at Ryan, the t-shirt guy. Um, uh, my favorite part of the, of my page is like my, my profile bio. It's like, I just, I print shirts and do it. Oh, you betcha says, um, <laughs> which is pretty much, just pretty much what it is. So yeah, I, um, I'm the merchandise manager at you betcha. Um, I've been there since mid February. Uh, that's kind of like, 
for me right now, it's a long-term play uh, because there's a lot of cool stuff that we have in the hopper aside from just like the three plus minutes, get videos and, uh, and everything else that we do. Um, but yeah, it, again, running the merchandise, it doesn't seem super glamorous, but when you get to work for a company like, like you betcha and you get to contribute to content and do the podcast, it's, it's more than just running the merchandise. Um, and obviously like, <laughs> yeah. And Sophie, as you said, like when you wear the stuff out that people want to be associated with, with that kind of brand. Um, yeah. so it's really cool that I get to play a part in like, and helping people feel like they're a part of the brand. Best crew um, neck. <laughs> best crew neck ever. I wear that a lot. <laughs> yep. Um, so that's where I'm at, uh, at Ryan, the t-shirt guy. Um, just trying to obviously, t-shirt content gets boring so i'm trying to like venture out and do other things and build my own following and um yeah so the follow would be appreciated (laughs) we will yeah i'll get my 300 followers you guys you hear this (laughs) there we go (laughs) 300 um yeah no but we appreciate you coming on so much thank you so much for all you've had to say to us um we really appreciate the education throughout all of this as well and we hope to collaborate sometime in the future or something we'll see you up our sleeves so we'll wrap this up today with uh are we going to say it again? Oh, yeah. We'll say it. You can join Ryan. So I taught my son um, to say I freaking love you. And he's like really intense, <laughs> which is probably not appropriate. But that's how we always wrap yeah. up. So if you want to join in with us. But I freaking love Let's y'all. Have a great day. I freaking love you. I freaking love y'all. <laughs> okay, see yeah. you later. Thank you. Bye, guys.